Hello, namaste, and welcome to Awaken Your Light Radio Show. My name is Karen Kressman. I am a multiversal shaman and a spiritual interpreter and a self-empowerment coach. And I don't know about all of you, but these eclipses have really caused all of us to need some self-empowerment coaching, hasn't it? They've brought up all kinds of stuff. It seems like a lot of people are walking around in a kind of post-traumatic stress syndrome. It's brought so much to our faces to look at again and deal with again that we're all kind of going, we're, we're reeling from it is what I've been noticing. And the good news is, is that this group, I'm sure, that are listening and um, those that are have been on this journey of spiritual awakening are looking at themselves. They're taking their fingers and looking at themselves and looking in the mirror and saying, what is this message? What is the opportunity for me? How do I move forward with this? It's very interesting because... Um, I've recently gotten the message to put the past in the past, put the past in the past. Karma's complete. Everything's well. Your only thing holding you back right now is remembering all of that. And I did this whole exercise around putting it in the past. And every single week, something comes up that causes me to have to remember the past in order to shift the moment fascinating I just it's like I'm constantly going into post-traumatic stress and going okay how could it look different now how could it look different now how could it look different now (laughs) what do I do different now Uh, those of you following me know that the, the story of mold and how it is so severely impacted my well-being and I'm still coming out of the cost of living or working in moldy environments and I'm working a job right now it's the it's at a college it's an old castle and the the groundskeeper building is where I was supposed to work in the basement and I walk in there and there's a sign by the copier saying don't put anything on the floor the floor gets wet and I looked at the person giving me a tour and said, wait a minute, what, what, wait, how does it get wet? Oh, every time it rains heavy, the rain comes in here and I froze and I finally realized why every time, well, only two times I had walked in that building and both times it was like my body wanted me to leave, leave, leave. I didn't like the energy there, but I didn't know why. And I started to panic at the thought of working there because it only took five days in the other buildings that had mold that I had rashes and started to have my immune system compromised. So I proudly wrote an email stating a little bit of the last two years of what I've gone through and the cost of living in a moldy environment after working in a moldy environment and that I hoped that I was 
um, I knew that I was an asset to this project and that I would hope that we could work out something different for me to work out of. And if not, I would need to give my resignation. And for the first time ever, I can tell you guys that I didn't put money and paying my bills ahead of Karen and well-being and what was best for me. I knew for the first time I would have the income to take care of myself. If it wasn't from that job, it would be somewhere else. And I calmly made that statement. That's what the eclipses have done for me. And I hope that all of you can relate to that in some way, that you were able to come through these with a new stance of confidence, of poise, of grace of self and others, and understanding of your ability to co-create with the multiverses, with the quantum field, and that we can create infinite possibilities. So, before I bring on the wise ones, let me give you the updates for what's coming up. Uh, we have, gosh darn, next Sunday is September 2nd. Can you believe that? The summer will be complete. <laughs> next weekend is the 4th of July, or the, I'm sorry, the Labor Day weekend. And we're in September. That's just unbelievable that the, and the end, and we are coming up to the fall solstice. So the show on the 9th is going to be Ask the Sun How the 2018 Autumn Equinox Will Affect You. And then, of course, September 2nd is the Andromeda Council update. So... Hard to believe. I just, wowza, wowza, wowza. So, oh, good. We have a lot of people with their hands up. <laughs> Obviously, these eclipses have been fall. Good. And um, I will get to all of you. If anybody else wants to ask a question, just call 347-838-8024 and hit the number one to raise your hand. All righty, wise ones. Namaste, everyone. We are excited, excited, excited to be here. And yes, now that you've been whirlwind and swirled and um, tornadoed, and all of these things have been shaken up and shook out for you, it is time to full moon ahead. That's our mission for you today, full moon ahead. So now, <laughs> what does that mean? After the beautiful moon you just had on Friday night, what does that mean for all of you? Karen, we want you to tone to full moon ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the intention we're using today, huh? Full moon ahead. Got it. Alrighty then. Yeah. 
I saw a bunch of hats going on light. I was like, <laughs> oh, Kevin. Um, <laughs> uh, you guys got me laughing too hard to interpret you. Wait, wait, I got to get back. <laughs> exactly. You got to laugh at it, right? You got to laugh. That's the only way to move forward through all this. And we're not in any way, shape, or form saying that Karen should laugh at how ill she got from mold. No. Or any of the traumas that you've all been through, we're not saying you should laugh at them. We're saying that you need to find a place of light within them. Lighten them up through your thought process about them. There is our, there are two different ways to look at lighten up. You know, we often hear people say to each other down there, I'll lighten up. Now, there, listen to the intonation in that statement versus if we do say to you, find a lightened place to perceive it from. Big difference. Big difference. Lighten up. Invalidate your feelings. We're not here to invalidate you in any way, shape, or form. We were here to say, we're sorry you experienced that. We're sorry you're hurting. How can we now take a look at this so that you can move beyond it? Because the pain's going to stop you. Says, how'd you look at the pain? The spotlights were asking you to shift direction. That's the opportunity. What new boundaries did you come up with? What new understandings? Did you arrive at? Because those are the things the full moon ahead on. This full moon was the opportunity to spotlight all of those traumas that came up and say, okay, I get it. I get it. I get the mirror. I get the lesson. I get the opportunity. Now, how do I run forward with it? Because it's time to full moon ahead. Fully look at everything that came up for you. My flashlight and you shine shine it directly on the issue. You've got to spotlight it to really, really Understand it. Yes, Karen, go with it. Guys, what, when they said spotlight, I don't know if any of you have seen it. I highly recommend the film Spotlight that won the Academy Award a couple of years ago. 
and it is about um, the Boston Globe, I think is the name of the newspaper. True story of how they got a tip and it came back around because they had gotten it and squashed the story before because the people who were the leads were Catholic and they wouldn't look at something about the Catholic church. And it came back around and um, I don't know if it was around the suicide of a child to light, but this division of the globe was called spotlight and they would spotlight and highlight and and really were detectives about a particular issue that would come up that they would bring to light. They would bring to the surface. And they, this movie is the one, they show how they uncovered that the Catholic Church not only knew about the molestations and the predatory pedophile priests abusing children, but they paid off the victims and moved the priests to other locations so they could continue what they were doing. And they, they discovered it was up to cardinal level that knew about this and were protecting them. And at the end of the movie, oh, they created a hotline. And it rang off the hook. At the end of the movie, they show you the number of calls they got from the number of states and countries all over the world. And how many reported being abused? It was in the millions. Millions. And that didn't even highlight or spotlight how many millions of children took their lives because of the shame, guilt, and blame from that hyenas. I'm going to speak it. I'm sorry. I know it's not the people. But those that are leading that church are not working for God. That I am absolutely crystal clear about. Because you don't allow something like that to continue. And it's so great that it's finally coming up. Finally, time is up. I just read another article today that has me reeling. It's it was in the Oprah magazine, and it's her new. It's one of her book club picks. The sun will rise. Sunny Ray Hinton. The man was mowing his yard, and two white men were standing there, and they said they were detectives, and they had a warrant for his arrest. And he asked what he did wrong, and and they wouldn't tell him. And he begged them to to let him tell his mother what before they took him that what she was in the house and they took him in handcuffs and she just screamed and said he didn't do anything. He was arrested 
He finally was told why he was arrested. He breathed a sigh of relief because he knew he was working and he had a white boss and the white boss would provide his alibi and prove that he was working at the time of the robbery and murder. They said the good news is your alibi has checked out, but now it's just the victim died and now you're being charged with um, murder and death row. They got a gun from his house that was dusty and hadn't been fired in 25 years. And they lied and said, and this is the Alabama Police Department, they lied and they said that it was um, um, gun fired it. They provided him a lawyer who had never gone to law school. And they said, we don't care if you're innocent. You will be charged with this. Twelve years later, after sitting on death row, he got a lawyer. For years, the lawyer tried to get the Alabama state to reopen his case, and they refused. They finally had to take it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court vacated it. Alabama had to let it go. He still was kept in jail 13 more months. He's 30 years. He sat on death row, innocent. Here's the beauty of this story that I want to bring forward, because I just got really clearly I was supposed to bring this forward. While on death row, he didn't talk for three years. He just, he, 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 so he had trusted authority. He and his mother had trusted the police. Very few black people trusted police in Alabama. They trusted authority. His mother died in 2002. He didn't even, he wasn't there. He couldn't see her. He said that three years being in, he heard wailing in the cell next to him because he never saw anybody else. You were alone with your thoughts. Your fears are what ate you up. And he heard this person crying and he asked what was wrong and the person said his mother had just died. And he said how sorry he was and said a corny joke and they both laughed. And he said it it was the moment he realized he still had a voice and he still had a sense of humor. And there was a man there he didn't know at the time. He started to they started to talk and he started a book club. Cell. Isn't this like, this is just so apropos. I got chills just saying this. He started a book club and now he's in Oprah's book club. Isn't that wondrous? And all of the prisoners, because so he, he found out that most of them hadn't even, you know, they quit school, that society had failed them. And, um, and they started this book club and talked with each other. And there was a man there named Henry and he found out later that Henry was a white man and his dad was the head of the Ku Klux Klan. And they had tried to prosecute a black man for a crime and 
and the guy got off and he was so angry. He told his son to go out and kill the first black man he saw. Thankfully, he was in prison for it, which is unusual. And he found out before Henry was put through the desk, was was electrocuted, Henry made a statement. His last statement he wanted to leave the world was that all his life he had been taught hatred and racism. And it took being on death row to learn what love looked like. But his fellow inmates taught him what love was. This gentleman wrote a book. Anthony Ray Stinton wrote a book, The Sun Will Come Up. It's about his experience. And what I love so much about this message and the spotlight message is time is up. Time is up on this bullshit. Time is up on hatred. Time is up on racism. And we all have to look really, really closely in a mirror. Point the fingers back at ourselves and say, what am I responsible for? What am I sending out in the world? Very well said, Karen. The full moon is the spotlight to allow all of you pinpoint where you're not feeling or being loved and shift it to love. How do you shift it to love? How do you shine a new light on it? How do you create a new story and world around it? What are you going to move forward on? Because the energies are going to full speed you ahead. Whatever you hold on to is what you will full speed ahead with. Mr. Stinton's story of what he went through for 30 years is a wonderful, wonderful message of how to find the good in something and move forward on it. He did. He held on to his faith. He said that in that prison, everybody was a voice. There was no judgment. There was understanding. Because you only had the moment. You didn't know if you had tomorrow. It's a message for all of you. He moved forward with faith, gratitude, and appreciation. He is a lighthouse and a message for all. That's what this energy is about now. Are you going to hold on to the bullshit and move that forward full speed ahead? Are you going to hold on to the gratitude and the love and move forward on that? Your choice.
We'll take questions. Wow. <sighs> wow, guys. Um, I need to mute myself for a minute. I just need to uh, blow my nose. I don't want to do that while you listen. I think we all needed a moment to breathe there. Okay. Wow. First caller is 613. 631. <laughs> Namaste. Hello. How are you doing today? Obviously not the, not uh, in sync. <laughs> I do the same thing with numbers. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Hi. Who's calling and where are you from? Uh, my name is Rose. I'm from Long Island, New York. Okay. Welcome, Rose. Thanks for calling. What can the wise ones answer for you today? Well, now I'm kind of understanding everything that's going on after you were speaking about it with the full moon and the eclipse because I mm-hmm. feel exactly all all those things, um, and especially Friday with the full moon here. Was nothing but chaos mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of things going on with uh, business, and I was wondering what was going on. I, knew, I didn't even realize it was a full moon, and then, then I said, "There mm-hmm. must be a full moon," and it was. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, is that but anyway, distinct, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. very, very intense. But anyway, um, I was just, uh, I guess, uh, with career. Um, I'm going back and forth and uh, questioning if I should continue to do what I'm doing um, or move to something else. I don't know. It's, it really came to a head on Friday with the uh, full moon. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it had to basically do it all with that or, you know. So I'm hearing the well, wise ones. I'm going to let them take off, okay? Because I hear them say, spotlight. <laughs> you were spotlighted. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine I was. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, yes, Rose, thank you for calling. Because this message is going to serve many. So okay. the opportunity you had on Friday was it spotlighted your unhappiness. All right. Now, there's mm-hmm. there's two ways to look at this. Mm-hmm. You can say, this isn't working for me anymore. I want to go to something that's working for me. But the mm-hmm. real opportunity here is, is to look in the mirror. Take your fingers and go, okay, if it's not outside of me, wh- what's going on internally that has me feel chaotic? Because if the outside feels mm-hmm. chaotic, then something on the inside is feeling chaotic, okay? Because that's what's going to attract mm-hmm. it around you. So the spotlight opportunity for you is to look at what you're doing. You've mm-hmm. obviously got caught in patterns, which is very understandable. It happens to everybody in a career. And look at those patterns and say, is there some way to shift this? How do I get back to joy about this, what I'm doing? Can mm-hmm. I shift it? Can I tweak it? Can I turn that kaleidoscope so that I get a different picture? 
Mm-hmm. And if not, so wait, so let's go back. So if you turn that and you look at what what would work, what would work, and if you can turn tweak that job into what would work for you and bring you back to joy, then you stay there. But if you find mm-hmm. what would bring you joy and it doesn't align with the job, then it's time mm-hmm. to go elsewhere. Okay. So you first have to look at where you are because if you just bolt, if you full moon ahead somewhere else and you don't address what wasn't working, you're going to take what wasn't working with you. Get mm-hmm. crystal clear about what will work first, what will bring you joy, what will bring you satisfaction, what will lift you up and, and have you feel good about moving forward. Mm-hmm. Do that first and see right. if you can tweak where you are. And if not, then you'll know what to move forward to. Right. That, that's the clarity we have for you. Okay. Happy spotlighting. Spotlighting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rose. All right. Have a great day and join us again. Bye bye. I will. I will. We're going to listen to you. All right. Thank you. Great. Bye. Bye bye. All right. 415. Who's calling you? Where are you from? Hey, it's Jessica, New Jersey. Jessica. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Sounds like you were shaken up by the the energies lately too. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't think it was I don't think it was possible not to be honestly. You know, it's Unless interesting because um, well, not a lot. Of, it, it's interesting to find. It's always nice to find people who acknowledge that they have felt that. Um, and I think you're probably the only one that I've heard. I mean, I haven't listened to so much radio or really even talked to a lot of people about it, but you're the only one who I hear talking about on how the energy was um, shaking you up or people up. Um, I mean, I was feeling hmm. it and I've been doing my own work, but passing people around town or I don't know, I guess I, I don't know. I guess maybe I just try not to get into conversations with people about that stuff. <laughs> I don't want to hear their problems unless they're paying me, you know? <laughs> gotcha. Um, so, so, actually, question? Um, what is my question? Ah, you know what? I've done a lot of work around my business and finances and success. And over the last uh, 12 hours or so, I've been like, "Eh, I'm just going to let it be. If this stuff is not going to, you know, I've been working on it for so long and I'm tired mm. of working, so I, like I'm just not gonna work on. I mean, I obviously, how can we not work on something? Because that's what we do. But it's just sort mm-hmm. of like I'm just gonna let it be. Like it just is what it is. Whatever the story is, and I'm just gonna, you know, I don't know. Sit in like not sit in silence. Yes, but not really. Just go on. 
go on, move on, get on with life type of thing. So mm-hmm. I think it's just sort of any reading around that. You know, it just, I think it's just like it, the journey just, you know, I was thinking about the other day as far as, um, you know, I mean, obviously we've been at this like healing stuff for a long time. We've been on the spiritual path for a long time. And I was sort of joking with um, my guides or just saying to them, but also laughing about it of like, in some way, you know, yes, in many ways, life has gotten easier, and it's easier to do the work on stuff. But in another way, it's also been sort of, is the word traumatic, like more traumatic, or just like hard, more hardcore, you know, obviously, you're at the core of it. But aren't we always haven't we been in the core forever? Like, it's just sort of (laughs) like, what? Wow, like, things have, you know, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I really don't. I'm like sort of speechless with it. So it's just sort of like, okay, I know I can't put this to an end and just things come up, but I'm just sort of tired. That's what it is. I'm just like tired, you know? So I'm letting myself All be right, tired. Let us, let us jump in here and, and give you the, the core to this. It's very interesting because you're like Karen and everyone listening. You kept thinking that the more you did this work and the more peaceful you got, the easier it would get. What you're all forgetting is that the world around you isn't peaceful. They're getting pummeled and with the energies and they're reacting. So you on this call are empaths. So you're going to feel it. Now, the other piece to this is that the more you spiritually awaken, the more you energetically connect to mass consciousness. That's part of awakening. So the more you connect, the more you feel all of this stuff, and the more it's impacting you, the greater it's impacting you. So that's the real key here is you've got it. You actually got it and you don't even realize. It's very similar to what Karen said. You got the place of, you know what? I'm tired of fighting this. I'm tired of trying to figure it out. I'm just going to let go. I'm going to trust. Trust that I'm going to be taken care of some way, somehow. I'm going to be taken care of. So I don't have to worry about this. I don't have to fight this. I don't have to fret about this. I don't have to work so hard at this. Just going to let it be and trust to move forward. Place. That's the statement that has you in the eye of the storm. That's where all the energy swirl around you and you just walk around and going, huh, okay. Yeah, sorry you're feeling that way. Um, uh, Blessings. I wish you all the best. And you walk in that peaceful, centered place. The same as her saying, I will need to resign, knowing that Karen will get another source of income. It's that that is really what 
you're not realizing. We want everybody on the on the call to realize, even Rose, getting the point with saying, "Is this right for me, or do I move forward onto something else?" There's sometimes steps. You know, you've got to look at what's the joy point. What's the joy point? And you got yours, Jessica. You got it. You got that. I'm not joyful if I'm working this hard and fretting about it. I am joyful if I just allow and trust. That's how I move forward. That's how you will full moon ahead, right there. That's the place that you can sail forward on. Mm. You understand? Yeah. I also, what keep, it's funny because when you're talking, what keeps coming up for me is I think that, um, <laughs> I'm saying this jokingly, but also serious too, is that my first like healer, I think that she was lying because she was like, oh yeah, your life get like, life gets like much easier. And I, I think she was just like full of it. <laughs> She's no longer on the planet, but I think she was just like full of it as far as like the healing journey. So, well, kind of, maybe um, maybe the way to say it would be that she, again, she was idealistic. She wanted that to be the case, and she was trusting that that would be the case, but it doesn't mean that it is the case. So she may have had an idealized viewpoint of it, the same as all of you did when you started. And that was her misunderstanding of the process. Because remember something, the energies have gotten more intense and more intense. You've been on this path a long time. Back then, the energies weren't so intense. Right. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Yes. So that is one of the stances that has changed everything because, because, Everybody around you is in a pressure cooker now, and they didn't used to be. You're right, in your own amazing how we've evolved. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yes. So there's a different perspective on where she was. This is the kind of thing we want you to all do. If you can just take something and shift it to a different viewpoint of understanding you will all be able to go, oh, okay, I I can let that go now. See our point? It just takes a little tweak of a viewpoint to be able to look at something and go, wow, okay. Look at the man who sat in, in prison for 30 years for a crime he didn't commit, and they knew he didn't commit it. He was able to look at that and say, I can give love to all of these humans right here, right now, who may not have tomorrow. He found love in one of the deepest, darkest places on earth. If he can shift his viewpoint, everyone listening here can take a moment to shift your viewpoint. And it's that simple. It really is. That's simple for most humans. His certainly wasn't the most simple. 
But that's our point we're trying to make today. How do you look at it in a different view with the spotlight opportunity and full speed ahead on it? You got it, Jessica. You've arrived. You're in a new space thanks to all of this energy shift. Now just own it and move forward in it. Allowing yourself to just be. It's making me laugh because I really just want to cry. <laughs> That's why you're like, you've arrived. I'm like, well, then how come I'm crying? <laughs> <laughs> there are tears of sadness and there are tears of joy, too. <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really just sadness. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they could add tears of joy to that wise ones. <laughs> All right, but Thanks. truly, you get truly, people who really need you. Oh, <laughs> you're bringing forth a real good message. <laughs> the real bottom line here is that when you can relax and chill and laugh at it, you lighten up the energy field around you to attract different energy. That's <laughs> what you just did. Well done. <laughs> I'm still getting off They're the clapping. call with you. We're going to cry. <laughs> I'm still going to cry when we get off. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I understand. Yeah, release, release <laughs> that pent-up energy. Release that stress. Get it out. <laughs> All right, Jess. <laughs> Have a good cry, and we'll talk to you again. Bye. All right. Bye. (laughs) One, one, one. Oh, I've got two one, one, one callers. Hello, namaste. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Who's calling and where are you from, please? I'm João Paulo Jampi from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Hello, Jean Paul. How are uh, you? I'm doing fine, like many um, backs and forth, ups and downs, uh, feeling great and feeling bad, <laughs> but uh, doing great overall, I believe. Okay, good. Yeah, there's. So you've been obviously dealing with the eclipse energy as well because it keeps knocking you down, and then you get up, and then you knock down, and then you get up. So, yeah. <laughs> like the rest of us. <sighs> so, what can the wise ones answer for you today? Well, actually, uh, I, I've been facing like a, um, uh, a paradigm or an issue that I've been facing for all my life, that I always ask myself if I came to this world to do something like in real terms, in tangible terms, in terms of accomplishment, or simply being and connecting people and being like a hub of people. And, you know, I feel like I, I like to connect things and people. And lately, over the last maybe six months, like many big opportunities to work with things I like, appeared on my on my uh, way, but then they didn't uh, came to fruition for some reason. And I'm still wondering if I should insist, I should keep trying, or, sh- or I, sh- uh, I should just let it be and be. Mm-hmm. 
That seems to be the theme today, isn't it? That you're all being asked to let it be and trust. Now, let's step back a minute to your question of that are you here for a specific purpose or to connect people? What if your specific purpose is to connect people? That is what your wonderful act. Yeah. And the bottom line is, because there again, it goes back to what the previous caller was talking about, is thinking it should look different, and maybe what is, is perfect, but if you're constantly trying to have it look different, then it becomes worrisome, and it becomes something that's unhappy. Yeah. And how can you look at the situation you're in and say, okay, what's the good in it? What's the good in it? Because the minute you do do that, for instance, if you took on and said, you know what? I may have a different purpose also, but one of my purposes is to connect people because I'm really good at it. And I get such joy at this. And wow, what a gift I'm giving to others. It's a blessing for me. It's a blessing for them. It's a gift that keeps on giving. It's a way to provide kindness to people. It's a way to um, pay forward. It's a way to connect the souls of this of this world and create a, a stronger grid of love and acceptance. So I'm thankful that I have this gift, this ability. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings me so much joy. What else can I do for joy? See, that's the spotlight we want you to look at. If you can get there and say, wow, this is so great. What else can I do? You're coming from that high vibration of joy, excitement, acceptance, passion, grace, purpose. Perfect. And that will move you forward to something else. That's the tweak. That's the this, this shift <laughs> to make here, to have it move you forward in a higher vibrational frequency of attraction. Great. Thank okay? You, you got yeah. it? Yeah. Good. And I would like to... Congratulate you on your words on all these horrible things about the children and church and oh. I don't even want to mention, but I really do resonate yes. with it. I do whatever I can to at least make people know and be aware. Exactly. But it makes, One you know, if it we makes just... me so deeply sick. It makes me so deeply sick. There are some days that I can not even think about what to say to to read that right. makes me cry, right. makes me feel like really horrible. Understand. I can't think of so, what <laughs> the most horrible thing. What we can about. do is hold the space for those children to have a voice now. Yes. That's yes. my mission. I hold the yes. space for the children's voice to be heard. I entirely agree with you. Very good. Thank you mm-hmm. for Thank working you. with Thank me on that too. purpose. <laughs> You're welcome. 
one of the things that bothered me about living in Tennessee was the blatant racism. And interestingly, I never wanted to go to Alabama. I just didn't like the energy of the state. And I didn't know why, because I have bought crystals from there. And I had friends tell me about, you know, the crystal caves there. And I didn't ever understand why I didn't want anything to do with that state until I read that article today. I must have been sensing a greater picture of stuff going on there. Um, I felt the same way about Mississippi, Louisiana, um, and I didn't know why. But, but even in Tennessee, the, the blatant racism bothered me. And what shocked me is to come back to Pennsylvania and realize the grass is only slanted different. It's just behind doors and, and here versus blatant there. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad, but there still is racism. I just didn't see it when I lived here because it was secluded. Um, that's not really the right word, but it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what I wanted to say. You know, that's that's interesting, too, because I come from New England, and when I ended up here in Alabama, oh. it was, it's, it's very beautiful. So that's why Boston touched me as well. It was very beautiful. Uh, it, it is a very beautiful place. In, in my coming here, I, I have contributed a lot to the culture, educating the people. I've had an African art gallery. I've taught in the schools. I've brought nice. history, you know, things of that nature. So I was nice. I was shocked yeah. when I had to address the um, you know the so-called justice system with the injustice. I mean me why did it, but it was because of me uh, and the way that I I am and that that they dealt with me that way when I um, mm-hmm. my attorney said to me after after um, a few uh, conversations he said. I had the book of uh, a kinetic book, an Egyptian book, with me. He said, "He that triggered him to remember." He said, "They called you a witch." And now, when they saw me, I was dressed down. <laughs> I, you know, sudden, you know, I was like my energy was so was so potent. And then they tried to they wanted to deal with me, but they didn't really believe I was a witch because they would have left me alone. But anyway, because they really didn't believe it, but they. They, but even more oh, goodness gracious. to add the cherry, the cherry to, and it was because of an act of kindness, again, that I found myself in this situation. But the, um, the interesting mm-hmm. thing was the um, per, pros, persecutor and the, um, the, uh, the first um, police officer that can call himself interrogating me, they were in brown skin. Now get with that. They had been so programmed against their own. <laughs> you hear me? Do you hear me now? Yes. Even deeper. You know. Wow. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. But anyway, this is some some things that I need to to write about, and that I'm able to speak about it. Um, as nice. Just, yes, is a blessing that I that I've come through it and. 
it, this will be interwoven into some of my writings. Now, with that said, wise ones, speak to me, <laughs> speak to me um, about my writings. Um, the I'm calling it my my authorship <laughs> that has um, my my. Uh, go ahead. Like Karen, your writings will be a continual message thread. Hers are all divine guidance, da 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 da. A divine guidance from love kind of thing. You have the same opportunity here. You've got so many messages that you can bring from life and from learnings. You have the ability to bring them forth as wisdom, as truth. Like Anthony Stinton, Stinton, you can tell us, weave your story into a light of love, wisdom, truth for others. There are those who write books and they write them for pain and they leave you with pain. You have the ability to take this this work now and bring it forth as a spiritual piece of wisdom. Take, when you think of these things, start, start. It's okay if you get a bunch of starts. Because when the right start happens and when it's the time to finish it, you will. Run with it. That's going to help you really get to learn the process of focus. Is now that you've been inspired with this piece, start it. Get it going. And you'll either complete it fully or you'll move on to another start but then you'll realize, oh, it's time to complete this one. This Now I know the piece. Because what's going to happen is you're going to get, you, you just got the message to start this one. You've got the message to start a different one. And then a month's going to happen and you're going to go, oh, that's the way to complete this ending. Oh, that's the way to complete that ending. You're going to get the pieces. Okay. So the greatest message we can give you is start them. Start the stories and have them be a thread of some sort. And it doesn't even have to continue with the same name, but know that these are going to be inspirational, spiritual wisdom stories. Create your thread, your theme that way. And each of your stories will link the theme and continue it. That's what we can give you. That's the, that will help you create a thread to move on. To have an mm-hmm. overall theme for all of them. Okay? I can feel it. I can feel it, and I see the needle with the thread and the crochet mm-hmm. book. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got it. I, I thank you for allowing me to speak uh, my 
my um my freedom of my freedom in my journey having come through <laughs> it's important for all of us to understand each other's walk because that's what's going to open up acceptance and and drop boundaries and drop judgment it's so important. And this is Karen speaking. I, I truly believe that's what's going to shift our world. You know, when 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 I heard about and and Oprah even asked the guy, How could you how could you accept someone who had done that to to someone of your own race? And he said he was a person who was in pain looking at his death. We all accepted each other without judgment because I didn't know if that was true, if he was really guilty of that or not. He might have been innocent like me. And if we're taught hatred, are we guilty? Or are we just answering our teachings. That was a question I was left with today. Do you, mm. do you really judge and blame someone for being taught hatred? It's a question for all of us to ask ourselves. Yeah. All right, Queen, you go be bright and keep shining in the state of Alabama. And now at least I know I have more peace to be able to be in those areas. Now I know why I felt, what energy I felt in those areas that made me so hesitant. Now at least I understand that energy dynamic for myself. One of these days, I'm going to come visit you in Alabama. There we go. Setting that date. All right. All right. All right. That, that, that works for me. I want to add one, one more thing. One of, the, um, Good. one of the teachers that I met when I was, was working with the uh, people, I'm not even going to call them inmates, um, in the, in the, who, were locked behind, who, were, who were behind bars, who would be responsible for having many, many beautiful programs. I saw him a few years ago. He had gotten out. He was in for life. He had gotten out because mm. he had studied the law, and people like me along the way had gone to the parole board, so on and so forth. But when I saw him, and I was going through my trials and tribulations, but it wasn't the time for me to say what was happening to me, to him then, he, um, to me, you know, something like they could never take my freedom away. I never let them take my freedom away, mm-hmm. meaning that he kept the state of mind. He had been in jail for something like, I mean, like the, not jail, penitentiary, something like 40 years. Oh, god! Never let them take his um, right. freedom away. Never let him get, you know. And that was, that's like for all of us. Not mm-hmm. to be, uh, mm-hmm. allow circumstances, just as the author that you spoke about, 
Don't let it get you down. Anthony Stinton, yeah. Get you down. Yes. Well, in man's search for meaning, Viktor Frankl in the Nazi concentration camp, they took everything he loved and his bottom line that was left was his choice to love. They couldn't take that from him. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that story either. It's one of those that sticks with you. You're right. Ooh. We we have our choice to be free. We have our choice to love. We have our choice to believe. The sun will rise again. Ah. On that note, beautiful one, I'm going to move on to the next two callers before I run out of time again. Okay. Namaste. Namaste. Blessing. All right. 609. Who's calling and where are you from, please? Hi, Karen. It's Carmen from New Jersey. Hi, Carmen. What can the wise ones answer for you today? So I was um, speaking with another light language light worker, and um, she had stated that every morning when she wakes, she um, cuts cord her, her own cuts all cords, um, uh, releases and cuts uh, soul contracts and past life karma. And my question is: is I, and I was surprised to hear um that she does that every morning and i guess my question is 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 that ne- is that necessary and 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 when you do go through the process of releasing um karma and 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 um soul contracts i guess how do you how do you know if if you if you really have released them Okay, so what we're going to share here is the same message we've shared with Karen. Yes, you can cut the cords every day and you disconnect from the energy pattern, but obviously if she has to do it every day, it's not healing the situation. And the thing that would be even more powerful for everyone to do is to wake up every day forgiving yourself and all others for any injustice that's been done and to ask for the beautiful opportunity and lesson to lift you in love and soar you through the day. That's where your true power is going to be from because just cutting the cord doesn't heal it. forgiving and ask and blessing the opportunity and blessing who you've become is what heals it. And once it's healed, you're free of the cords. That's the clarity that we want to give. Now, there are times that For instance, you'll be talking to someone and they're angry or they're upset. 
And if you're an empath, you may feel their energy come through via the cord of friendship or family relationship or loved one connection cord. And sometimes what we guide Karen to do is cut that cord for that moment so that she's not feeling the anger or the upset or the chaos coming through that cord from that person. Because remember, you know, think about it, how the phone will ring and you think of a person, you pick it up and it's that person. That's what those cords do for you when you're that connected. And the more that you spiritually awaken, you're going to get more and more in sync with those you're connected to. So there are moments like that that you might want to connect the cord. But the minute you think about that person from love or you call and reconnect, the cord will connect again. Now, that said, that is the reason she would need to do it every morning because if she thinks about them, she reconnects. But again, here's another tweak we can give you to say the power comes from the forgiveness the, and the and blessing who you've become as a result of all the things from your past. And you graciously put the past in the past and you walk through a new door and you close that door with the joy and excitement of who you've become as a result. That's the healing and the power that will walk you forward. That's what the full moon ahead with. The other piece is just to know that there's times you may want to cut a cord with someone because of the situation. Karen has um, a cousin who is going through cancer, has cancer, and due to treatments and things, he can sometimes go on to rant and rage. There's so much anger. And she feels that energy from him. And she has such a hard time even hanging up the phone, like all of this stuff was just dumped in her field. She's got to cut the cord and send love and blessings just to free herself from the anger she's, that, that he's spewing at the moment. And she rem- remembers that he's on all of this horrendous I mean, chemotherapy. What's that doing to the liver? And that's affecting the anger. And so she's, she gets herself in a space of graciousness to understand that he's got this toxic energy and just sends him love. And she's got to disconnect to be able to get back to the space of love to send love to him. It doesn't mean that she doesn't want to be connected because she'll reconnect through love then. See our point? That's when you want to disconnect a cord in that kind of a scenario. Does that help you understand better? Yes. Yes. Um, Good. You... Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I so and then I I have a, a second question that's um, a little different topic. I um okay um I guess 
you know, I guess everyone has their different process, but I don't really put up a, um, a like a protection shield when, uh, you know, I go out because part of me, I, I think like if you're, it's kind of like saying like, oh, I know that there's something out there to protect myself for, and then, you know, it's just going to like draw those things. Um, but then I do, and it could be at the darndest places. Like I went to Whole Foods once and then I ended up having an attachment in my energy field that I had to clear. Um, so I don't, is, is that something that, that um, I should be doing all the time, like proactively putting joint, you know, or is that just something that's you know, going to happen from time to time? What we've we've said before, and and how we guide Karen on this one too, is that um, <laughs> the easiest way to say this is bugs go to the light, pests go to the light. Okay, um, some pests don't like the light because it shows them who they're not willing to be, or some gnats we could say, um, but you're right. A protective shield is a defense mechanism. And if you're coming from a defensive standpoint, you're in ego. Love doesn't need to defend itself. So what there is to do is create a loving boundary for yourself because that's self-loving. So what we have Karen do every day is she aligns with all of her light aspects. She connects to the grid of earth. She connects to Father unconditional loving energy. She connects to her higher self and its highest aspects. She connects to her clear, clean Akashic records in the central sun. And then we have her connect to the new mother central sun grid. The new, it's a new net webbing of love and light that is transforming everything to a higher vibration and it's connecting 3D to 5D in an easy pattern and wave pattern. And connect to that and you will be walking in a field of love. And that anything, and then create your intention that anything that touches your field is served with love. She does that when she drives down the car. She asks the car and her be surrounded with love and that any energy that, that touches their field is blessed with love and held safe. And that's the way she drives down the road now. That's the way you can walk down, walk anywhere. Now, does it mean that you're not going to get times when you've got, like, negative energy on you you're you're human you're going to have you're going to be triggered and get angry by things and that's where the pests can connect and then you just bless it release it surround it with love let it go and move on it's just an opportunity to see where you weren't having a loving thought that's all that's your that's the place of power to create loving boundaries and fields that serve you and all others. That's what we offer and we would suggest for you. 
sound good? Yes, thank you. You're welcome. All right, Carmen, thank you for calling. I'm going to quick get this last caller in before I run out of time. So blessings. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye for now. Okay. Oh, we have two more callers. I don't think I'm going to be able to take both. So I'm going to take 917. You're on the call longer. Namaste. Hello. Who's calling and where are you from, please? Hello. This is Anna calling from New York. Hi, Anna. Hi. Welcome back. Good. What can Thank the live ones answer for you? Um, do you see me getting back together with Matthew? Uh, oh, wise ones. They... Hmm. They do this via energy because I'm not a psychic. I don't see the field for the future. And honestly, I, the, the, the energies we are in now, we can't pro- even project into the future that it will absolutely happen or that it won't happen, Anna. So um, we can read this through an energetic place. And... Wise ones, I'm going to let you take over. Um, well, they're telling me to continue. So, Anna, what they're showing me is your energy field is very shut down. You're kind of shut down. And love is a high vibration. Think about when you meet somebody and you're in love and you're just like, you can fly. You're just so light and excited and passionate and joyful and and you're just um, moving on that energy, your energy is too low, so you're not going to find love in the energy of where you are. That's, you're going to find, um, yeah, it's just like your doors are all closed because you're shut down. You shut your heart down. And that's, you're never going to, if you get back with him, it's not going to be a happy relationship because of where you are. To to get into a loving relationship with him or anyone else, you're going to have to open up your heart and get excited and passionate because that's where you're going to find the kind of love you truly want. Okay, that's what, whether it's him or someone else, do yourself a huge favor and you've got to get your vibration to a space of love. Start focusing on things you love. Start focusing on things you're passionate about. What was joyful? Right now you're shut down from the pain. Start thinking about what was joyful. What What is it that you want in a relationship? You want to hold hands. You want to, like, just look into each other's eyes. Do you want to dance with the person? Do you want to go on walks with the person? Do you want to walk on the beach? Do you want to sit and watch a movie in his arms? Do you? What do you want a relationship to look like? Start focusing on those things, and it and think about him because he's feeling your upset and your shutdownness right right now. 
And that's not going to be something he's going to come back to. Start focusing on the joy you want in a relationship and the right relationship will come to that can match that joy will come to that joy. Well, every time I'm at that joy and he comes back in, my joy gets sucked out. I don't think that he makes me very happy. Well, then don't, then why would you ask if you're going to get back together? So then that's the answer you need to move on to someone else. If he can't match that joy level, then you, then close the door on that relationship. And open yeah, it keeps it to someone who can. Yeah, there someone you go. Who keeps a healthier perspective. And Perfect. Yeah. There you go. You got your answer. It's the joy. Just okay. focus on the joy, and you'll attract that. And don't allow the pests back into the light of that joy. Just keep yeah, them. I keep doing that. I keep allowing it back in and back in. Aha. There's the key. You found it. Blessings. Namaste, Anna. Move forward on your joy, okay? And bye for now. All right. So, all right. Um, the other caller dropped. I was going to quick grab that other call. I changed the timing. So with that, wise ones, oh, that was quite um, an impactful session today. It was. It was great. You guys are getting it. Spotlight to look at where you are and how you shifted to joy. What's the joy point? What's the love point? What's the acceptance point? Where's the grace? Where's the forgiveness? Where's the trust? That's what these energies are asking and and demanding. They're literally demanding that from you. That's the opportunity of this full moon and the three eclipses. You want to move forward on the trust, the belief, the freedom, and the joy. That's what will have you fly forward and full speed ahead. But you'll full speed ahead in light and love versus full speed ahead in chaos and worry and upset. You've got to to choose. There are two paths to full speed ahead on. Which one are you going to choose? Life is a choice. We hope you choose joy. Namaste, dearest ones. We love being here. Karen, we want you to leave today with full speed ahead to love and joy. That's what we want you to tone out with. Thank you, wise ones. And as a reminder to everyone, we have the, um, the second next Sunday is the Andromeda Council update. Then the 9th of September, we'll be talking to the sun about the new autumn equinox energies. And because it's the equinox, it's the balance of light and dark, it's about how we balance 
in a new balance now that we've been through the eclipses and the full moon. What's our new balance? That's what the theme of that show is going to be about. All right? So I'll take you out with that and go from there. Thank you, everyone. Have a delightful week, and we'll see you back next week on the 2nd. Bye for now, and thanks for being part of the Awakenings family. Have a fabulous week. Bye.